Welcome to the Dawson D Show. Two great mates striving to improve in all areas of their lives. The podcast is designed to empower everyday humans just like us who want to add more joy, energy and happiness into their daily lives. Sharing our real life experiences and everyday struggles, relating to them in a personal way. Expect uncensored stories, plenty of laughs and tips and tricks to inspire you on your own journey. Now, let's go balls deep. Okay, okay, okay. We are back. Doss and D Show. Doss, are you there? Welcome back. Thanks, mate. Uh, very excited to be back, but more excited for hopefully uh, the news this morning from Sir Daniel Andrews. <laughs> uh, hopefully it's good news because I'd love to be in studio next week. Um, I've got my fingers and toes crossed. Yeah, mate. I think we'll be back next week, which is ultra exciting. But um, no, look, I'm feeling good this morning too, mate. Um, what about you? Did you get up too much last night? Nah, mate. Didn't do too much last night. Did you get on the piss? No, 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 uh, no alcohol. But I did. For those who were, who were, I guess, keeping up with, it was four months last week for Dos without the alcohol. But I've actually broken that cycle day. Yeah, you have. What day did you break that cycle, Dos? Uh, this is confession uh, Mon- time. Mel- Melbourne Cup Eve, so Monday night. So now yeah, the it was big night. Yeah, and I hope it doesn't sound like I'm judging you. I'm certainly not judging you at all. But um, the only reason why I know this to be true is because it directly affected me. So I just want to quickly start this week's podcast with a very quick story. Melbourne Cup Day was Tuesday here in Melbourne, which is a public holiday in Melbourne. And the boys, myself, Jai Richardson and Doss, decided let's catch up on Cup Day because it's a public holiday and we can finally see each other if we meet halfway. So we decided and then... Due to our very busy schedules, the only allotted time that we could choose was 6 a.m. in the morning. So we all agreed. Yep, sounds good, boys. So I set an alarm for 5 a.m. Woke up at 5 a.m. Jai woke up at 5 a.m. We're texting. And uh, the first thing we noticed is a text from DOS that came through at the very early hours, probably around 2 a.m., saying, boys, I'm sorry. I've made a decision to get on the piss tonight. Probably went a little bit too hard. Going to be very hungover in the morning and only about to hit the hay. So probably won't be awake till probably 11 or 12. So might have to rain check this. So that was the end of that. Yeah, uh, we've had to reschedule. But I'm looking forward to hopefully catching up soon. Oh, uh, I hope so too. <laughs> as long as the booze doesn't get in the way. No, no. So today's episode D, we're, we're talking all things identity now. Uh, alcohol probably doesn't fit into my, I guess, core set of values. One of my... Priorities is my health, mate. So, uh, you know, that story probably doesn't start us off on the greatest note. But um, today's episode, identity, and underneath that, you know, probably what it, what it means to leave a legacy and what, I guess, our personal values, how do, we, how do we set some personal values? And it probably correlates really well with last week's goal-setting episode. But, yeah, identity is probably more around, you know, who, who I want to be as a person. Um, what are you thinking about today, mate? Oh, mate, I'm excited, and I think you're right. I think this episode's really good because it ties in with a couple of the previous episodes of this show, and we've sort of narrowed it down to three main points today, so we're going to talk about identity, legacy, and values, and we actually threw up legacy a while ago as a potential talking point, and we're both a little bit, I feel, uncomfortable about it, but I think today, because it's such a deep topic, and it, it seems like you know, we might be talking from a place that we're saying we already have a legacy, but I think today will be more about trying to create a legacy, even at such a young age, sort of with a bit of a futuristic look. So, mate, I'm really excited to get stuck in. Yeah, definitely. So, we'll start off with identity. So, what does identity look like to you? What is what? What does it mean? I guess you know to have an identity. What is identity? You know, a lot of us probably don't even 
you know, we're, we're just living our daily lives. We don't really, you know, even consider the word identity. Uh, what does it mean to you and how does it fit in with yeah. your life? Yeah, no, it's interesting. It's it's a very hard thing to uh, define, I think, properly. But I think identity is really how we perceive ourselves and, and how other people perceive us as well. You've written down here, it's our life's blueprint. And I find that really mm. interesting. Can you elaborate a little bit on that? Yeah, mate. The, the blueprint, I guess, is our, it's our rule book. You know, that's... That's what we are. It defines us. You know, really, it's our spine as to, you know, what I am as a human. These, It's the spine. It's what keeps and holds us together. And the values probably form under that. Um, you know, values, personal beliefs, personality, you know, your role in society, you know, relationships, hobbies, interests. These these all come under, I feel, like your identity. Um, and we'll tackle each one of those or a few of those in more detail. But identity is probably, yeah, the, the more heading, the bigger heading. And it's what... I am and underneath that is all those other things so I, I, I just think we a lot of us probably don't really know what our identity is because we're so constantly focused on trying to please other people and that's probably just a, a throwaway comment but we wear so many different masks and that whole struggling to be vulnerable we, we you know we avoid being vulnerable quite a lot and with social media and, and everything that's going on with technology today we're always trying to be something else or we're trying to, to look a certain way which we're not probably being our true selves you know we're, we're kind of a bit more artificial i guess you could say now i've probably rambled on a bit there mate but yeah that's probably my take on identity yeah well i think it's good i think what you said is really good because it's such a hard thing and i think what i really picked up on what you said is this whole idea of sameness which is how i feel is a direction of the world as a whole and that's why i feel personally that identity is more important than ever currently to stay true to yourself because we just seem to be pushed in such a way that is about trying to constantly be the same and for me i think you know i've been thinking about this kind of stuff a lot lately and one thing that i've sort of come to a conclusion on is sitting on the fence in life really doesn't get you very far i think yeah. it makes you very well liked you can stay very neutral everybody can you can sort of be friendly with everybody but without without knowing who you are what you stand for Yep. who you are as yep. a person i don't think you really can make such a big impact if that makes sense i think people Definitely. that are successful tend to think in certain ways work in certain ways and you know beyond all that really stay true to themselves i feel mm. anyway i know there's always going to be outliers but I, I i also think as well i think a while ago in one of the early episodes i talked about changing the temperature the thermostat i guess americans would call it it's it's almost like a heater or an aircon that just changes depending on the the current climate or the weather at that time. So in your house, yeah, it automatically changes. And this podcast I listened to, and it was about identity. And we have the ability to change what ad, what we want our identity to be. Yeah, and, for sure. And with this thermostat, it's are you at a... It relates probably a lot to Goal City too, but you want your your thermostat for each area of your life turned up. And you and we all have the ability to, to alter that. And to do that, you know, it requires obviously, you know, like what we talked about last week, setting goals and whatnot. But surrounding yourself with you know good people, but actually staying true to what your key values and pillars are under your identity. But you can change them every day. I can wake up tomorrow yeah. and go, you know what? Like I want to be a person that's firm and direct and precise and and straight to the point. Or I'll I'll wake up tomorrow and I and I want to be a loving, caring, kind 
Uh, I want to be remembered for being grateful every day and, and so so respectful to everyone that came across. You know, we, we can all change that tomorrow, but we, you know, that autopilot mode, that flick the switch and just live, you know, we, we do that probably a bit too much. But yeah, we all have the ability to change that. Absolutely. I think that's such a good point. I really do. I think values, and we'll get into it a little bit later, values is something that should stay probably quite strong. I mean, your values can change too, of course, but that's something that's more likely to be stable, um, stick with you for longer periods of time but you're 100% right identity can change and has the ability to change and I think people that can put their hand up and say okay I got this wrong I've misinterpreted something I've made a mistake and I need to retract I think that is one of the biggest positive character traits a person can have is mm. when you're not stubborn enough to sometimes say admit that okay I need to I need to look at this and change it and I think I mean you mentioned to me off air that you've got something written down at thing you did I think in 2017 surrounding values and identity and I don't know it'll be interesting when you read that out a little bit later on to see if they've changed it all yeah yep for sure I think I mentioned last week too like you know I had that that background on my phone and it's still there my I guess values at the time or my what my what I want my identity to be or what it looks like and yeah like I'll, I'll, t- I'll tackle that later on and but a lot of it's still the same uh, and like you said like it shouldn't shouldn't your values shouldn't change too much, but your your identity it's who you want to be as a person. So, the ability to change if I want to if I want to become healthy, I can change that. So, um, the ability to change is there. But just I'll before just, just before you move on, yeah. just before you move, I just wanted to bring up one more point because we both read the book High Performance Habits. Oh yeah, this is good. Sorry, mate. And I think what I loved about that book is it he talks a lot about the whole idea of fake it till you make it, which is something that rolls off a lot of people's tongues. It used to roll off mine. I never even thought deeply about it but it's extremely profound and he talks about shifting yourself into becoming acting in such a way to become the person you want to be the person that you want to you want to be perceived as and he talks about in that book brendan the author talks about, yeah yeah talks about i actually didn't forget his name Matt. i actually wanted it to sound like uh i was on first name basis with him um <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah brendan he, and he, i when we were when i was uh, <laughs> ghostwriting it for him <laughs> so and he talks he about three words that I think you want to stand for. Do you remember that? And it says putting it in your yeah, phone in your to phone. go off every... Yep. Do you have yeah. those three words? Yeah. I've, mate, I'll, do you want me to get it up? Yeah, for yeah. sure. Do you have yours? I do. So I'm going to get them up too. So mine are... This sounds like... Uh, <laughs> some people might laugh. but this, And I'm probably have to look at this. But my words initially was confident, positive, fearless. Yeah. And that were the my- three words that I wanted people to... If, if you were asked to describe me as a person after meeting me or spending some time mm. with me, they were the f- words that I wanted people to think. Yep, definitely. Uh, I and so mine were. I've got two, so I would change between the two. So I've got confident, kind, and joyful, and then another one is bold, energized, and confident. And they kind of, I guess, changed. And then you know, you'd put that you know alarm on that reminder and might might go off every few hours, and it. I even remember when I was, you know, working my sales job, it, it was actually really good for me because it would pop up, the alarm would go off, whether I'd be, you know, in the car or even just sitting at my desk or it could be in a meeting so I might not see it, but and that would pop up and even if someone might have actually, might have seen me, like it popped up and they saw it, they go, oh, what's that? And I would tell them and they thought that was really good and not that you do it for for that reason, but so powerful. And then the other one that he talks about a lot too is got so many of these alarms on my phone, bring the joy, bring the joy was basically so the author that was his motto and i want to you know he was just say you know i want to bring the joy to every situation in my life whether it's good bad ugly whatever's going on i have to keep reminding myself to bring the joy because 
like we always talk about, life is very short. And he, in that instance, he had a, a bad car accident and went through some stuff. And he just said he just said he was going through life just aimlessly. And he had to bring the joy to every experience that he possibly could. And that alarm is on my phone. And I, I you know, I need to put it on again. But they're all there: um, 9 a.m., 10 a.m., 1 p.m., um, and 3 p.m. And it just reminds us to whatever we're in, that moment we're in. It's just that that reminder. All right, I need yeah. to. It's you know, it's there. Becoming the person you want to be seen as. And I actually, mate, I I had that. I read that book right before I went overseas last time. And I ended up getting a tattoo on my, on my body. Obviously, I'm, that's where you get tattoos. And it's in Spanish. And it's one of those words. But I'm not even going to say because it's a little bit. Um, there's a few little, uh, regret, <laughs> few little regrets well, there. Well, I don't even know what this is. Oh, well, I've got the word uh, sin miedo tattooed on my arm. So you can translate that and work out what that means in Spanish. And then... Uh, so that's with me forever now, so I can't get rid of that. So, um, <laughs> don't know why I brought that up. Anyway, let's move on, mate. Legacy's point two. Kick us off. Where do we start? You know, legacy's an awesome one to talk about. You know, we all want to leave a legacy behind. It's just it's just natural and it gets talked about. What legacy do I want to leave? And whether that be in, you know, the, your career or your relationships or whatever you're doing or the people you hang around with. Um, and I know I think about it quite a bit. A legacy is, you know, basically living in the way you want to be remembered as you know what what do i want to be remembered as and i am living in that way i'm acting in that way i'm speaking in that way and it gives us that purpose you know each day probably a legacy you know what what do i want to be remembered as and i need to i need to attack my day with that in my mind so it's not just aimlessly wandering through life it's no my purpose is this and some people would probably counter argument this with oh but you're doing it for other people you're not like you're not you're not getting up because you want to be, you know, you want other people to to talk about you and, and remember you for being an awesome... But like, it's not about the opinion of others as such. But the positive out of that is, you know, you're being that that positive influence. You are being that person that, you know, people need in their in their lives. You need to be influencing others, whatever, whatever your legacy is you want to leave. So it influences your day-to-day decisions and, and your interactions with other people. And overall, like, and you would agree with this too, is... A legacy, you've got the future in the back of your mind. You're thinking, all right, when I'm not here, what what is what is left behind? You know, what's what is my stamp? What's my stamp right now for the future? Am I am I making an impact for my kids and future generations? And not that what they're going to say about me, but my actions might then part, be passed down to their actions, and then their actions passed down to the next generation's actions. It's so much bigger than just like, oh, what do I want people to remember way does like it's. Well, if I can make a certain action, I think about like I, I'm not vegan, but I think about someone who's vegan, like or vegetarian. If you're if you're being a vegetarian to save the planet, which I really admire, if you're doing it, well, your kid might will then tend to do it, and then his kid might look to do it as well. And by that, by leaving that legacy, I know it's like a probably really cheesy example, but that's leaving a legacy. Like you're making a difference for future generations. Yeah. For sure. I think, yeah, absolutely. It's very profound. It's it's tough because I think for me, this, I'll, I'll say, I was, I was about to say everybody, but I can just say from my point of view, when I used to think of legacy, I often thought that it had to be this huge impact that changed the world. And I, and that's why I probably personally shied it away from it. It was a bit scary. Yeah. yeah, we shy away from it. But I think the key moments of legacy in your life come down to, and this is why all three of these topics today tie in together, and when your values, when your values are compromised or there's big decisions to make, that's where your legacy 
will stand once if you make mm. those right choices in those moments that are tough. But legacy, like you mentioned, legacy can be. It's not just a. And we're going to talk about this little theory we have about you know picturing your own funeral shortly. But your legacy can be impacted day by day, but just with mm. the small interactions you have with people. I think you and I talk a lot about how important it is to have interactions with the person that makes you coffee and the people you mm. meet on the street and the people you walk by and just all those sort of things. And I think that becomes character, which becomes legacy for me anyway. I No, I, you know, I love that too. Like what you just said. And that's just, oh, I'm really passionate about that because, you know, sometimes Meg will, um, you know, go, geez, you just smile at everyone or you wave at everyone. Like, and she'll laugh at me. Like, yeah, I, I get the people, same thing. I get told you know, I talk and, to everyone. And, but I, I see that as a big compliment and I just feel great when I do it. And I, and I know I want that just to be part of me. Like I, I want to be able to just talk to anyone or just be able to have a conversation with the, like, uh, for example, last week, like when I, uh, me and Meg, uh, at about eight o'clock after dinner, we felt a bit of a, we didn't have, we had no sweets. You know me, I'm a sweet tooth. You are. Uh, went straight, straight down to the IGA, got a, got some ice creams and even just checking, going through the checkout and actually choosing to go through that the checkout with the person, not the self-checkout. And and my interaction with her, I made sure I was like bubbly and enthusiastic. Hey, how you going? Yeah, good. How's your night going? Yeah, good. Um, and even I could just tell by the tone of her voice that she appreciated and she like that interaction was enjoyable. Like it was, yeah, you know, absolutely. it was great with Meg, with Meg, myself and her. Like it was, and too many of us, like, I, I think a lot of us, you know, we, we just, push that aside we just it's it's almost like these interactions like they don't matter but they do they do they absolutely do 100 percent. i think for me with this whole covid thing i think the thing that i've learned one of the biggest lessons from this whole experience is how important social interaction really is something that i never thought about and i'm a very deep thinker so some people probably think i overthink everything and i probably do but Mm. social interactions are just so so important and they're not going away. That Once this whole thing's over, a lot of people said, oh, things will never be the same again. But social interactions and the, and the need to, to talk to people and listen to people and empathize with people, is, it's just it's so powerful. I, I mean, I, I know we're off track a little bit, but I remember, mate, and we've talked about Dee and his younger, angrier days back, uh, back when he was uh, a teenager. But I remember like one day walking down the street and I, and I I don't know why this has always stuck out. I don't know how old I was, but I was in a shitty mood for whatever reason. I was really wound up about something and I was hoping, I was just hoping for conflict. I was hoping for somebody to bump into me or somebody to say something to me or somebody to do something just so I could react in such a negative way. But I just remember that day being just everybody seemed, I just had random interactions with people that were so kind and nice and it it could just impact you and switch your mood and change, you know, a negative day into a positive day. And that's on a bigger picture. If we can be those people that dictate those conversations in a positive way, Mm. you can make an impact in such a huge way, which... You just have no idea what people are going through and what a small random act of kindness can do. I mean, we used to get drilled into that. You and I, Dos, well, I did at school anyway, about random acts of kindness. I thought Mm. it was the cheesiest, biggest load of shit ever. But now, looking back, the importance of it and the impact of it is huge. Definitely. I love that word impact, like you said. And like, again, I'm repeating myself, but thinking, thinking about the future, with that in mind, that smile or that, 
another example like um, we, we'll keep rambling on but like you'll laugh at this but i'm on like i'm like one of those western bulldogs fan pages and um, uh, come on dice <laughs> and um <laughs> someone posted a bunch of like you know he, he posted like this old fella posted this like you know his personal situation and his wife had just had a stroke and they were struggling to pay the bills and stuff and he was selling a bunch of his like some of his bulldogs he was mad bulldogs and he was selling some of his like bulldog memorabilia footy cards and you know flags and whatever and there was a few footy cards you know and i was like and you know the great paul hudson who i got a good relationship with he was on one of the footy cards and i was like oh i said oh hey mate so really really sorry to hear about you know your wife um and he basically was saying his post any anything would help and i yep. said you know i'll give you i'll give you twenty dollars for one of those cards you know even though i knew the card i could have got for five dollars and and the message i got back was just amazing like with gratitude and he just couldn't believe it he's like twenty dollars mate that you don't understand how much and it's nothing but he was like it's going to go so such a long way you know we can't even afford the bills at the moment or to get dinner and stuff and i and i'll after that message and he's put it in the post and it'll come hopefully soon but i just it's not even about purchasing that of him it just felt so good for me because i was just like you know i've helped someone yeah 100 percent, 100 percent. it happens everywhere and we don't celebrate it enough um, I think it's really good you do that. But what, uh, just on a side note, Doss knows Paul Hudson, as you mentioned. So you'll probably get that signed and sold on eBay for 50. So uh, yep. you're probably going to double his money. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, probably. Uh, or it might, uh, might go in the personal collection, that one. No, oh, no, I'm sure it will. No, that was very nice, Doss. I think, uh, well Thanks, done. Man. Well done for that. I really want you to, let's talk about this picture in your funeral because, like we said, legacy has a lot to do with when you're not actually here, which is. Yeah. You know, it sounds like it's a negative topic, but it's it's a good thing to have at the back of your mind. So, what's this whole idea of picturing a funeral? What's it about? I'll probably think about it a lot. If I'm being, you know, completely vulnerable, is you know, with my anxiety, I think about death quite a lot. Like, and I know it's probably not a great thing, but that's something you know I'm trying to work through with my mind and what my mind does and what I think about. And I'll I'll quite often think about, like, not quite often, but. You know, I have. I think I think about my funeral here and there. I'm like, oh, geez, I wonder what it would be like. And and when you think of that, you think, oh, I wonder who would be there, or I wonder how many people would be there, or I wonder if people would be crying, or who would give my eulogy. Like, what are some of the things people would be saying? Like, it's really if and if that's like if that's it's you know that's really deep. Like, obviously, like if that's really really that could be full on for some people. So if 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 that's too graphic to to think about for others, think about your 80th birthday, for example. Yeah, like that's a, yeah, um, you know, think about your 80th birthday and you got this big party and who's there? Who would you love to be there? And who's up there giving a speech? And what are they saying? Like, are they saying the things that you're proud of? Like, and you're looking back and you're going, like, gee, I've lived a good life and I've lived exactly the way you know I wanted to live. I've made a difference. I've impacted the people that are in my close circles but i've also inspired and impacted others that i've just come across in daily life there it could be some surprises in there depending on how what your legacy and how you want to act each day looks like but absolutely um but yeah back to i guess yeah those two the funeral and the birthday how how are they describing you and when i think about that i think about what what, what i want people to describe me as and that say it's in traffic like i know it sounds really silly but like the guy who i, I don't want to cut someone off because that's just not who I want to be. Like, even if I am a five minutes late to a meeting, like to me, that could leave a lasting impression on that person. Who knows? Like I might not see, I won't see that person again, but you just don't know. Oh, like, it's so deep. Um, like, yeah, it's like, it's 
every action you make, I think you're like probably a lot of people think, oh, well, that doesn't matter. Like that's nothing. But that's just the way I think about it. And I'd like to be, I'd like to be remembered as a, and we'll go through our values. But there's plenty of things that I want to be remembered as. Hundred percent. And I think, and that's the thing. And you mentioned about small actions, but you know, I, I was something was brought to my attention the other day, and it was all about words and words that you speak and words that you write and and how words actually impact people, and words that you can throw away or throw you know you could just call somebody a name and you could think it's a joke and you could think it's funny but that thing the amount of times that being called a name or one word has impacted somebody's life drastically sometimes yep. for the positive but most of the time for the negative i mean to have that thought process of how important it is to be careful with with how you speak to mm. me that's you know th- and that's and that's the smallest action we can make because we all talk every day we all interact and we can all call people names. We can all joke and we can all make fun of people. But that's, I think, the best example of thinking about a small action that can impact people, positively or yeah. negatively. That's, but I love, yeah, that's really powerful. Well, I mean, we're getting pretty deep, deep in this. Yeah, in this, and, the, and the whole funeral thing, because I used to think about that too. And I used to think, it seems like a dark thought, but it's not coming from a place of being dark. It's trying to be a positive thought. And it was for me, it was like how many people were actually there that actually mm. cared or wanted to be. They're not there because they know you know they know my sister or they know my mom yeah. and they're trying to support like it, in that horrible it's a horrible thought for some people but it's how many people would be there because i impacted them in some kind of way mm. and to have that mindset for me changes my perspective on on interacting with with everybody whether i like them or i don't like them or i disagree yeah. with their thoughts yeah i think it's just for me it might not work for everybody but it's it helps me for sure mm. And linking back up, you know, with something else, you know, with this, these analogies, I love these analogies, D. We love an, an analogy, don't we? We um, do, absolutely. But I actually looked this up online. I don't, it's not something that's come from DOS. And I was really like, I was empowered by this. So when we when it comes to leaving a legacy, and, you know, I mentioned it earlier, but it's it's probably about living, or my, my actions currently, uh, you know, are impacting future generations. And how are my actions going to impact those those future generations or those people? And the way I saw it and, and what it said online was think of life, life is like a relay. And you're, you've got the baton for your, hopefully, you know, for, for your 80 years or 100 years. You've got that baton and, and you want to be running as hard as you can and, and, and giving your all to hopefully pass that on to the next person, you know. And they're going to see, you know, what your work ethic was like for those 80 years with that baton you know how did he do it like for sure and you're through your action you're inspiring that next person and and you weren't overly happy with the quote that i provided uh that was <laughs> that was mentioned in there by uh by barack obama were you I, 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 okay i've got to be careful i was very happy with the quote i i think the quote is fantastic i think barack obama is fantastic I just don't agree with the party. And I was just joking that... Um, yeah, it was, it was a kick me, while, kick me while I'm down on, on today of all days. Yeah, sorry about that. But um, So here's the quote, Dean. I saw myself as a relay runner. I'll take the baton and I'd run my leg of the race. And then I'd pass the baton to someone else. Each generation tries to make progress knowing that what we do is not going to be perfect. But hopefully we've run our leg of the race effectively and the world's gotten a little bit better. So that's Barack Obama. And I'm assuming that that's probably when he was president of the United States, you know, he knew that he wasn't going to be in that, you know, position forever and he wasn't going to change the world. But what he could do was during that time, you know, hopefully, you know, make a stand and leave a legacy. And, and that obviously connects with that funeral analogy and the birthday analogy. But um, yeah, what did you think of that? 
Oh, I think, honestly, I think it's a great quote. I think it's something we should all live by in whatever we do. I used to hear a lot of coaches say this in sport, world sport. I can't remember exactly where I heard it first. You might know, and I can't remember even what sport it was, but I remember a coach in the very first press conference saying that my goal at this club is just to leave the club as a better place than when I first came in, whether it be mm. it, there's more trophies in the cabinet, it's more financially stable, the culture's changed, whatever it is, It just, I just I that's my ultimate goal. It's just to leave, do my part, and when I leave, because again, similar role, you don't have that same mm. role forever, but it is a better place than where I found it. And you can apply that to any workplace you go, any sporting club you join, any <laughs> even friendship groups you can even apply it to. I think it's it's such a positive way to, it's a positive outlook to have on life. I think it's an awesome quote. Definitely. Leave the better place. Leave the world a better place the way you came into it, I guess. Yeah, For sure. Really, really... And I remember too, like I used to get told this a lot too. It's like you don't have to change the world because some people have this whole thing that you have to go and do this and do that and you have to impact everybody but it starts you can't impact the world without impacting your house or impacting your neighborhood impacting that circle of people around you and i know Mm. we talk about social circle all the time and and our sphere but you know that's the place to start yeah well it doesn't like yeah no that's and i love that and you could probably relate that to even social media like i you know people are so constant people are just I, want, I need more followers, you know, I need to grow, I need to grow, I need more followers, I want more people to see my content, whatever. Well, if you've got 100 followers, like, embrace that 100 and impact those 100. Like, yeah, yeah, You know, it doesn't, sure. who cares if you don't have the blue tick next to your name, you don't have 10,000, you know what I mean? Like, if you've got 50 followers or 100 followers or 1,000 followers, how are you impacting those 1,000? Like, how lucky are you to have those 100? Like, yeah, absolutely. Are you focus in... on that. Yeah we, yeah, we always say it, but glass half full. You know, yeah, it's absolutely. simple as that. Absolutely. I haven't been on Instagram for a long time, actually. Taking a break from it. Good. Detox. Detox. <laughs> been three or four weeks now. Okay, so let's move in. Do you have anything else? Or do you want to move into values? No, nah, mate. Are we All right. smash straight into values. Let's and This is where we can uh, tie it all together. Go through our own. All right, Dosh. Well, you've been the definitions man today and you've done very well. So let's keep that going. <laughs> values, how would you define it? Well, I got a few little uh, dot points, D, and these are, I guess you know definitions by by the book these are just um, a few things that i've thought of and so my idea when it comes to values they and similar to probably early with the identity so they come under identity under that blueprint but they also become our own code of conduct you know as as humans the way we live our values are our code of conduct that that is our on the wall you might walk into a company right say you, you go for a job interview and a lot of them will not that I've been in many job interviews, but you want to, before you go in, you almost want to study and try and work out, well, what's this organization's values? Like, what do they stand yeah. for? Because that, yeah. that can actually quite often be a question in an interview. Yep. And, but even then, I remember my, our family business and dad having the, the mission statement and the values of the business on the wall. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, same with businesses that I've worked with in the past, you know, it's, that's business and career focus, but values for ourselves, they're our own guideline. You know, they're our own rule book. To how we live each day and they're a reminder you know they, they keep us accountable they keep us in check you know ensuring that the decisions we make you know are, are based or are, are, are through you know these values we live by these and when we live by them we feel fulfilled like For and sure. i'm the first i'm the first to admit when i make a poor, a poor decision that goes against them i know when i've done it and i feel horrible and i've let myself down yeah um, absolutely so that that's kind of what it does it just it keeps you accountable and keeps you in check 
so, sometimes you need to self check check in with yourself is probably a better way to put it and see how you're going in in these areas and mm. and, I, and I think for me and I was thinking about this earlier is like when I'm doing things that normally I'd feel funny about or would feel is not the right way and I'm not having a negative feeling about it well what's the reason behind that is it because either my values have changed and I feel that it's not important anymore or I'm just neglecting my values yep so I think you know for me it's a good place to check in and say well something's up here something's not right and maybe I need to go back to basics and work out who I stand for as a person or what I stand for as a person and continue to live under those guidelines as you sort of mentioned earlier because you know for me values are that voice inside me talking from Mm. my point of view that tells me what's right and what's wrong it's my conscience a lot of the time and I think our identity can be monitored and changed but our values should always stay strong and should be at the you know front of our mind if legacy is going to be at the back of your mind your values should be at the front Mm, definitely and probably a lot of people and i know mine are and we'll share ours but a lot a lot of the time values can be quite often passed down you know values hereditary you know they they they, yeah exactly and you know they come from you know those that have gone before you your, your family members i know with my family and before that it was mum and dad's parents you know they're the ones who gave it to them why do you reckon i know or one of my values is love and always put my family first it's because my parents did that and then their parents did that you know like it's not just because i one day all of a sudden realized oh my family are important because that's what you know i've been taught ingrained Um, in you yeah so um when it comes to values you don't have to i guess what i'm trying to say you don't have to look you know far and wide on what's important like it's you know it could be it can be already it can already exist and you can it might be right in front of you like it's um, yeah it doesn't have to be extraordinary it can be just there and whatever that is you know putting it down on paper and looking at it you know um every now and then it's just a good reminder it's it can be i'm sure it can be daunting for a lot of people that haven't done this before we talked about goal setting last week and how daunting Mm. that is the first time you do it and you can be a little bit overwhelmed these three areas really look inside yourself identity legacy and, and values and I mean, I would encourage people to to really take some time to have a look at these three areas. I need to revisit mine. Mm. But even if it's a hard thing, it, it, I think it'll do you the world of good to to take a look and, and as Doss would do, get you know pen and paper out or your laptop out and just write them down. Put them somewhere you can mm. see. Start building yourself and molding yourself into the person you want to become. Not the person that we think you should become or somebody else thinks you should, or your mum or your dad or your boyfriend or your girlfriend. It's It's you. It's what do you stand for? Mm, definitely. So what are some of the... Do you have an example for people, for some of yeah. your values? What are some of the definitely. ones that you have? So so, I'm, so this is what I wrote down the 10th of the 5th this year, right? So I did like a Wade's identity check. And I, it's this is the one that's on my screensaver. So Wade's identity. Every day I wake up being thankful to God that I get to live another day. Seeking, excellent, seeking excellence in all areas of my life and my daily behavior show it. I'm a role model to my peers on how to live a high-performance life full of gratitude, love, and amazing highs. Always seeking to learn and attain new skills, scheduling time to do this and actioning. I bring joy to all my interactions with others. Love and always be there for my family. And I control the feelings which I want to feel. Joyful, happy, grateful, peace. And that's different to the ones I told you earlier because um, those ones I told you earlier were from a couple of years ago, which they're very similar. But it's, yeah, the... Those are mine, and I'll, you know, I'll, to be honest, I haven't actually sat down and read those properly for since probably, you know, a month ago. Yeah, like it's 
And that's it's okay, and that's what happens. But that's you know, I think we said it last week when you set a goal, it's so important to make it easily visible, whether it's on the fridge, sticking it on your wall, or whatever it is. And I need to do that now. So, do you have any of yours, mate? I'd love to hear some of yours. Yeah, I mean, my biggest one, which I've been talking about since we've been doing this podcast, and we always mention the Resilience Project, but that book really, really impacted me. So, empathy's gone straight to the top for me, and it's something that I know that I implement every single day. Is that and I've, and I've even asked, especially we joked a little bit earlier about the US election, and I'm not getting political, but I'm just saying that if you, if you have a belief, one way or the other, ask somebody that has a total opposite view as you why they feel so strongly about it. I did that, and it gives you a really good perspective on why mm. people feel so strong about certain areas. And that gives you a little bit of insight as, into them as a person, what their values are and who they are and what they really believe in and all this sort of stuff so i think empathy is so so important because if you can put yourself in other people's shoes mm. and really feel it it's not about just sort of thinking about it, it's really trying to feel it and it's just so powerful so i can't i love it stress it yep. enough to to really try and implement empathy uh loyalty is another one for me mate i just wrote next to it to always be there for those i love and i'm closest to unconditionally so i just always want to continue to be there for my friends and my family the ones that support me that no matter what, I'll always support them. This is big for me too. Always stand by my beliefs. Be receptive to other people's points of view, which I sort of touched on a bit earlier. And then the last couple is work ethic and self-belief, which we, we talk often about some of the things that drive us in life. So that, that sort of sticks, sits behind that. And then gratitude and honesty, which is important to me as well to Mm. you know to be those things live those things and be an example to others if i can and what i want to stress too and what i want to stress too is i hope it doesn't sound like we're coming from any place of being superior because it's not it's it's some this is something we're trying to work towards yeah that whole fake it till you make it you try and act and become this person over time it doesn't just you can't just flick a switch and become all this Mm. and be this perfect person you're going to stuff up you're going to make mistakes but yeah working towards it and that's i think what we're trying to do yeah, it's um yeah ex- exactly, mate. It's the framework to getting to there. Oh no, it's it's super super powerful. And to us, it's this is all still a, I guess a, a journey of learning as well. You know, we're Absolutely. we're both trying to find our way through these. And um, like I said before, you know, I looked at mine for a while. You know, when I read that out, you know, you, people might think, oh, you know, Wade's got that, you know, and he reads it every morning, gets up. Oh, I don't, I don't, and I, but I know I want to. I know it's there and it's written down and yeah you know, I, I need to i need to jump on that and and, uh, and i you know i think also as well like you said you know we're not perfect and no one is but and i say the word rhythm a lot and everyone's probably sick of me saying it but the values they all want you want to almost and they are for me because some of these they're already part of my daily living in life you know yeah um they're they're a part of my rhythm but there are times when you probably you're not thinking about them whereas you know, when you do think about them in that moment, whether it's living in gratitude is one or be thankful to God or remember where you came from, whatever your value is, like it's it's just a good reminder. Even if it is customized, it, it has become accustomed to your rhythm, you know. Yeah. It, you know, the importance of it is still just having it there to look at. But um, Well, I, I think yeah. too, I just want to quickly say one thing I've always admired about you, I'm not kissing your ass, but I thought it'd be just to say it because you said it's not something you'd necessarily look at every day, but... One thing that Doss does that's really, really well, which is really, really good, I should say, <laughs> is that he he does check in with these things because, and he's done it over time because he said to me this morning off air, he was reading me something that was from 2017. 
Same with the goals. Some of them were 2018, 2019. They're always there and he checks in. So he does that exercise enough to check in with himself you know, even if it's not a daily thing, you know, mm. it's something that you check in with. And I think I, I just admire you for it and to keep records of it too. Thanks, mate. And, you know, and that is the beauty of it as well. Like whether it's a gratitude journal or even just a journal more if it's, you know, your mission statement and going over that every year or every couple of years or every six months or every week. Like when you look back, that's also the, I guess, the, the fulfillment of that as well is looking back and going, gee, I'm, I'm actually proud of myself because look what I was doing, the actions I'm, you know, taking to try and improve myself, you know, even if you don't get to, we know, you know, we know we're not perfect. So even, even when we're not probably living or, you know, performing could be the more athletic type word, but, you know, that every day, at least you're still trying and, and you're writing it down and you're looking at it and um, that's all that really matters. Well, it can't um, but, possibly no, hurt you to try it. Can it? It can't yeah. hurt anybody to try it and and take these actions. You know, if, if you don't succeed, that's okay. But there's nothing, nothing bad's going to come from. You know, you're going to challenge yourself, but only good can come from trying it. From my point exactly. of view, anyway. What a bloody deep episode! It was good. <laughs> Very philosophical and uh, profound today, mate. So maybe next week when we're back in studio, hopefully we uh, maybe we will get a little bit silly. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> oh, we'll be getting silly. We'll be getting uh, silly, and I think well, Doss and I just for everybody out there that listens in each and every week, we're already uh, just having a little chat about upcoming guests in person. So we're very excited about getting them on board. So there's a lot of exciting things coming up for this show, isn't there, mm, mate? Uh, we're up and about. I'm uh, even looking forward to hopefully soon when, you know, we might even try to organise something, but, um, you know, for anyone, you know, listens, maybe getting a little get-together, whether it's going for a group run or something or, you know, just getting our community together, I think would be pretty awesome. Absolutely. You know, it's, it's very high up on our list. It's exciting times for us. We've done a few episodes that really look to the future in a positive light and you know we're very excited to start implementing a lot of this stuff we talk about or tease on this show and there'll be more information coming soon about all that but uh, we're very excited and there's a lot to be excited for for everybody listening no matter who you are where you're listening from so just uh we, we said the word excited about 27 times then so just know it's exciting all right and, yeah it's uh, exciting it is yeah, all right we'll see you next week <laughs>